October 21st, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 1 through 21. Christians who are slaves should give their masters full respect, so that the name of God and His teaching will not be shamed. If your master is a Christian, that is no excuse for being disrespectful. You should work all the harder because you are helping another believer by your efforts. Teach these truths, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey them. Some false teachers may deny these things, but these are the sound, wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they are the foundation for a godly life. Anyone who teaches anything different is both conceited and ignorant. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, fighting, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they don't tell the truth. To them, religion is just a way to get rich. Yet true religion with contentment is great wealth. After all, we didn't bring anything with us when we came into the world, and we certainly cannot carry anything with us when we die. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is at the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, Timothy, belong to God. So run from all these evil things and follow what is right and good. Pursue a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for what we believe. Hold tightly to the eternal life that God has given you, which you have confessed so well before many witnesses. And I command you before God, who gives life to all, and before Christ Jesus, who gave a good testimony before Pontius Pilate, that you obey his commands with all purity, then no one can find fault with you from now until our Lord Jesus Christ returns. For at the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only Almighty God, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He alone can never die, and He lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach Him. No one has ever seen Him, nor ever will. To Him be honor and power forever. Amen. Tell those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which will soon be gone. But their trust should be in the living God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works, and should give generously to those in need, always being ready to share with others whatever God has given them. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasures as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of real life. Timothy, guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid godless, foolish discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. Some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. May God's grace be with you all. 
Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Mitch. Fourth phase. I got about 12 weeks to go here. I'd like to start off with a little prayer. Father God, I thank you for your unconditional love. I thank you for your presence and the relationship that we have with you. I thank you for the strength, the courage, the heart, and the desire to do all things according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'd like to uh, give a couple affirmations. First of all, uh, first to my brother Zach for doing these. Um, These are very well put, and I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, Keep growing. I'd also love to give an an affirmation to uh, Sister Kara. I believe it was last week or week before or something, but um, the story of your journey so far really spoke to me, so I appreciate that. I'd like to give a shout out to Lancaster, Brother Lee, Kevin, John, Ben, Corey, Wallace. Love you guys, miss you. Hope to see you soon. Second phase that's not here in La- or that is in Lancaster. First phase, guys, stay strong. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, some struggles, what they are to me. Um, what is a struggle? To me, it's just adversity. That's what we're here for, is to learn how to deal with adversity. And what's adversity to me? It's merely just not getting our way. Um, so how do you deal with that? Isaiah 55.9 reads, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Anytime I don't get my way, I remember that, and it just reminds me how much bigger God's will is than my will, and I am not even capable of comprehending His big picture. So how do I learn to obey God's will? I start by listening, and how do you do that? You got me. Um, If you got any advice, I'd love to hear it. But so far, what I've come up with is visualization. I visualize when I pray. Our word is a living word. So we try, I, I try to bring it to life. When I read it, I visualize where I'm at, where it's at, what's going on. When I pray, I visualize my father right in front of me. I visualize praying with Jesus. And this really helps me put things into perspective as far as how I'm supposed to look at things when I go out into the world. When I go out into the world, I try to not see my job as my destination. I see the opportunity to go to different places and meet different people and maybe even touch different people. I often pray that God gives me the the eyes that I need to see, the ears that I need to hear, and also the heart that I need to receive every opportunity that, that He puts in front of me so that I can use it in some way to glorify Him. Uh, I'd also like to finish up by a, with a quote that I've read from a book that uh, Zachy P. gave me. I'd also like to give a shout out to Zach, man. Um, Zach was one of my very, f- was, was my very first servant leader and without him, and Michael Stover, I'm not sure if I would still be here. So they played a big role in uh, getting me through that first week. And he gave me a book called The Purple Fish by Mark O. Wilson. And one of the quotes that I got out of there 
The reason I read it is I am no I am in no position to give anyone advice. Uh, I'm as new to this journey as anybody, but I, I'm trying to pick up everything I can along the way and absorb it. Uh, my pastor put it a very <laughs> a very good descript way of of when you first start to receive the information the Bible has for you. It's like trying to drink water from a fire hydrant. And that is very accurate to me because most of the information just flies right by and it's very frustrating sometimes. But the more you read, the more you absorb, the more you get, the more knowledge you turn into wisdom, and the more effective you become as a disciple, making disciples. So the quote goes like this, um, we cannot share what we do not have unless our mission flows from worship and holiness. We are just hypocrites playing silly religious games. So what that means to me is the more we absorb, the more saturated we get. When we do actually receive the Holy Spirit and it comes into us, God lives through us, which brings us through any sufferings, any struggles that we may encounter. God gets us through those because those are learning opportunities in how to glorify Him. So when we are receiving the Holy Spirit, and the Bible is speaking to us because it is living. It's We get something different out of the Bible almost every time we read it, which is the be- one of the beauties of it. Um, we become more and more saturated with the Word. And when we try to disciple people, we don't have to seek those opportunities. They come to us. We have to recognize the opportunities and seize them and maybe possibly be the answer to their prayer. With that, I hope you all have a great day. I'm here for each and every one of you. If you ever want to talk, love you all.